everybody. Welcome to the great episode of Try Spirits, guys. I've got some new guests for you. It's very exciting. I'm here with Jenny, of course. Hello, Jenny. Hello. And uh, we have two first-time guests of the show. Uh, we have one, Joshua Zimmern. Hello. Welcome. Pleasure to be here. And then, of course, our dear friend Spud. Hello, Spud. Hey, Parker. Hey, Jenny. Josh. Nice to be here. For, who will be known going forward as Jiggles. Yep. Or Jigs. Dr. McGiggle Bags. Yep. Man uh, of many names. Yeah. And Spud also is Tim, so if either of those, those are both interchangeable. So yes. just to clear everything up ahead of time here. Um, I want to thank you both for joining us. Uh, they're in town for our fantasy football draft. We'll be happy later today. Very exciting. Uh, so, Tim, first round, who are you picking? Probably a running back, a player, a good one, preferably. Yeah, just a uh, real... I've got a no plan. In-depth insight here. Absolutely no plan whatsoever. I'm not prepared. Awesome. And Jigs, who you pick a first round? We got. Uh, I let the elements decide for me when I choose a fantasy <laughs> football player. I let you know. No, last year it was chicken speak. bones. Um, so it's really real change of pace for it's you. True. It's true. That's true. I brought a Ouija board. I'm going to do a little <laughs> consulting before the draft. <laughs> mm-hmm. Call upon the ancient ones and see what, see what they can. <laughs> the <up>. old ones. <laughs> That's right. Fantastic. So we're uh, we're talking about uh, a pretty fun brand today. We're talking about Whistle Pig. Are you guys? Are you guys familiar with Whistle Pig? Definitely. I've had some of their products before. Fantastic. I know the name. I've never had it. Mm-hmm. Now, we, uh, we like to ask every first-time guest of the show, so I'll ask you, what do you guys like to drink? Let's, uh, let's start with you, Spud. I like to drink whiskey uh, with ginger ale, which I'm dismayed to see is not on the table today. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes tra- not, tragically. Yeah, that's not, that's not what this one is about. Sorry. You, you missed our ginger ale accompaniment episode it's where we tried six different whiskeys with ginger ale. <laughs> and, uh, that is my drink of choice, though. Fantastic. Jigs, what do you like to drink? Uh, I'm a bourbon man. Uh, pretty strict bourbon. Uh, I was born and bred on Jim Beam and uh, have since gone up on the ranks. And I, I like a rye. I prefer a little peppery rye and maybe a, a, a glass, maybe an ice cube. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm going to go straight whiskey or if I'm feeling frisky, I usually just get like Benchmark or Jim Beam and do Coke or Diet Coke. Very cool. Yeah, I mean... Benchmark, as we know, is fantastic. We love we love the bench, the benchy. We finished a bottle of that last night. We've also it. got Hopefully. rise in front of us today for you to drink. So I feel like you yeah, will, I saw that on the uh, yeah docket. I'm very excited about that. All right, so yeah, we're very excited. We've got three rise to try today from Whistlepig. Let me give you a little background on Whistlepig. Uh, the brand was launched in 2010, and its first product release was in 2015. Their 10 year old rye. Uh, they're based in Shoreham, Vermont. Now, how far? No, Tim here is from. Uh, New Hampshire. I am. How far is Shoreham, Vermont from no New Hampshire? No idea. Is it Shoreham or Shoreham? Shoreham. That's what, yeah. Pro- mm. Probably, I mean, I was thinking they was, it was really big on hams, like Thanksgiving, they all do ham, no turkey. I would imagine it's up by Burlington, in which case it's probably... I mean, isn't everything in Vermont near Burlington? Is there anywhere else in Vermont? I mean, it's like the southern part of the state, but you don't go there. I feel like there's probably a lot of people who wear flannel and jeans that, that work on these whiskeys if they're up in this, <laughs> kind of, this part of the country. I don't know. Is that... I mean, that, that seems probably reasonable. Oh, it's in the middle of nowhere. It's like in the woods, Vermont. Interesting. I mean, good place to distill some booze, probably. I say, I bet you it's a cool place to visit for that reason, too. Mm. So, but yeah, they, they started out by procuring rescued rye stock from what they call misuse as blending whiskey. Um, so they were, I don't know the specifics of it, but they were, you know, finding barrels from, that they, they were sourcing them that were getting put into blends. Like, no, no, no. Give, give us that barrel. We'll make good whiskey out of it. Um, and they acquired copper pot stills in 2015, so they've been make, also making their own stuff since 2015. Um, so they currently offer a hybrid portfolio based on uh, their stock and then the acquired stock they've accumulated over the years, which two of these are 
Actually, it's a little bit mismatched of the three we're going to try because one of them is not their stuff and one of them is their mm-hmm. stuff. Then I think one's a blend of both. But uh, yeah, first up, we have the piggyback rye. Um, which have you, any of you guys heard of the piggyback rye? I'm not. Nope. It's, it's a relatively newer product by them. Kind of cool. Um, more of an entry level uh, rye that I'm really excited to talk about right after this break. And we're back. So we've got the piggyback rye. So it's 100% rye. What does that mean, Tim? I have no idea. That means this is made no entirely from rye. There's no entirely corn. from rye. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So there's no. I other. did have some idea. So we're talking about like bourbon. Bourbon, would, bourbon has to be 51 percent corn, corn right. mm-hmm. mash bill. Rye, 51 percent rye. Uh, this is 100 percent rye. So you're going to get that. Typically gives you um, more more spice, more mint. This is very predominantly rye notes, um, but that's very very much a generality. We're going to find out here in a second what it actually gives us. Um, this age six years. Uh, this won double gold at the San Francisco Spirits Competition in 2020. Which, which is, is one of the bigger Spirits Competitions. Yeah, that's a, a more legitimate Spirits Competition than some. Um, and it was awarded 93 points from Wine Enthusiast. So a, a very highly regarded. Um, $47. Reasonable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it comes in at 96.56 proof. Yeah, 47 bucks ish your local store. Because um, before this came out, most of their rise were starting at like 70 bucks. Mm. So a little bit of a rough price point to get into it, into the brand. So this is kind of a little more entry level. But uh, what are you guys getting on the nose? Mint and spice. <laughs> I know. Th- I know that's what you just said, but that is what I get on the nose. It smells that, like whiskey to me. That does not surprise me. <laughs> so, so we provided <laughs> Tim with a, uh, a definitely whiskey. tasting wheel. <laughs> he has chosen not to use any of the words on there, and instead just said it smells like Gracious. whiskey. <laughs> oh, Jenny, I did see something funny earlier, um, unrelated to this, that uh, college football being back, mm-hmm. and it was I don't know who the Gators played today, but it was one guy. Like it was clearly on the road. It's one guy wearing a Hernandez jersey, Ooh. And, it, and like a sea of red in the stadium was, and, and just the caption was, "He he chose violence today." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well played. That was uh, like, oh my god. That is that is a brave soul. A Florida Gator legend, <laughs> <laughs> old Aaron Hernandez. Clove and black pepper after my eighth sniff. Yeah, it's like, definitely pepper. Pepper. It's very strong. Spicy. I like that. Nose. I like that. All right, let's go ahead and uh, give it a taste, guys. See what you think. It's always kind of fun when you see, when you can notice a difference from nose to palate. Mm. Hmm. It's sweeter than I thought it would be. Yeah, J- Jenny, what are your thoughts there? First, first impression. Um, I've mint and clove are definitely the first couple of things there. I think I have like it's like big red. Like yeah. si- like a cinnamon thing going on. Yep. Yeah. Spicy. Yeah. Tingly. Yeah. Definitely. And also sweet. Get a little yeah a lot, lot of that aromatic category of the uh, you know like I get a hint of that herbal tea note and definitely some spice man. Mm-hmm. Got a long spice. finish. Ooh. Spicy. Yeah. yeah, that definitely sticks with you. That's one of my favorite things about rye just in general. Is it mm-hmm. sort of peppery, sort of bite spice. Yeah, it's it's showing up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for sure. Not mad about it. Put a, a little splash of ginger ale in there, Tim. Let's see. I'm just, I'm looking around, and I was hoping Doug would have brought me a can, but no, not. <laughs> so I was going to say, like, next time we have a model, let's make sure we get a get a side of uh, ginger ale so we can t- test it. <laughs> oh, we've got ginger. Um, another thing I'm going to do, Tim, give it just a little, the slightest bit of pour in there, and add a little bit of water. Little drop. A little couple drops. Well, you, can, you can do it slightly more than that, but yeah, just a little nip. Perfect. And then uh, 
kind of swirl that a bit and uh, see if that opens it up a bit for you. See if it changes that at all. Because sometimes what will happen is, especially things are high, this isn't super high proof, but it's, you know, almost 100 proof. Sometimes a little, a little nip of that water will help open it up, kind of let you get to some more, more flavors beneath, which is really what it's going to taste like if you're putting it over an ice cube. I also feel like the proof, 96, oh. it tastes exactly like... <laughs> Tim is having a hard time. It tastes like alcohol. <laughs> I can't get anything other than the cinnamon and the spice profile. I feel like this tastes like 96, though. I don't feel like it like it doesn't you know, punch above its weight class or anything like that. Yeah. Very accurate. Very cool. Jigs, any final thoughts on that? Uh, just very spice forward. Very, you know, sort of heavy handed with the spice, but then on the back, a little, a little more sweet, but definitely I get the big red gum for sure. I see. I exactly. like, I like the, um, I like this as an entry level to whistle pig too. <laughs> oh, I wish the listeners could see Tim's face. It's yeah. Just, <laughs> not <sighs> having a good time right here. I don't ever drink rye. I'll be honest with you. It's like, I drink a fair amount of bourbon, but I very rarely go into the rye category. The spice really doesn't normally attract me on the uh, in the flavor profile. So, <laughs> well, you know what they say, Tim. If you don't like big red, then fuck you. I guess so. <laughs> then get wrecked. All right, cool. So next up, we have got the uh, small batch rye from Whistle Pig. This is like pretty much their f- initial offering that they started making. This is what they're probably most known for. <laughs> Tim is. <laughs> It's not my, God, that's hilarious. Um, your listeners couldn't tell that I'm not used to being on a liquor podcast, apparently. I just wish. I mean, you are. You you do have a lot of experience. Can you pour half of that into Tim's class? Just, it's just, it's just a little. You just crush that rest of that sample. Thank you. I was prepared for this. <laughs> I am a rye guy. I am very, mm-hmm. very excited about it. Got a little ahead of myself. There. Awesome. Um, so this one is sourced from Alberta, Canada. Hmm. 100%, again, 100% rye. Uh, this is aged 10 years. Um, Source from Canada? Yeah. Yeah. So this is, this is the, what, the, what their first expression was. So when this came out, they had only just gotten their still. So they certainly hadn't had time to distill their own stuff and age it for 10 years. This is all Canadian sourced rye. Uh, 96 points from Wine Enthusiast. That is a lot of points. What is the average? Like what of the whiskeys that you normally sample? Are they usually in the low 90s? Do you find them? Well, no, so the typically, 80s? I mean, in Wine Enthusiast, it's not, not generally the, the only thing I go off of on that. It's just sure. the fact they have a good rating. Because... If they had like an 85, they wouldn't promote that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. Like when you go on their website, they in looking at the different um, uh, you know, expressions they do. If yeah, they get, they tell you the good things about it, not like, oh, you know, uh, you know, it, back in 2015, it got nothing. It didn't win anything. We scored a 42. <laughs> yeah. But so that's just a good thing that they have. Um, means somebody liked it. Uh, this this comes in at 100 proof. You can buy, get it for around 70 bucks. It's your local liquor, liquor store. Uh, what do you guys get on the nose on that one to start off? More aromatics, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We need a little potpourri on the nose, actually. What do, you, what do you think there, Jenny? Yeah, I would agree. Um, I feel like the nose is a little bit... It's a little bit um, muted compared to the first one. I would agree. Not by too much, but but it is more of that floral spice that I think that you kind of get from potpourri. Yeah. It could, it could yeah. be more time in the barrel that uh, has helped even that out at least. Sure. On the nose. Could be. Does it yeah, it's not as aggressive. The, I feel like I get a little bit of the oak, the wood, the mm-hmm. oak, mm-hmm. the new oak in particular. Yeah, which you would expect if, uh, you know, the more time you spend in the barrel. I would agree it is more muted than the last mm-hmm. one, though. Now let's see if you feel the same way about the palate. Oh, great. Get in there, Tim. 
So I just took a taste and I feel like I got more mint on this one. Uh, I 100% agree with that. That's good. That mm-hmm. one's much nicer. That's really good. That's that's also higher proof. That's 100 proof. It does not taste like it's 100 proof. It feels like it's warming mm-hmm. me up in a good way. Yeah. There's nowhere near the spice profile. Like I don't get any of that cinnamon. Black pepper, the clove is nowhere near as, yeah. as powerful. I feel like it's there. It's just not as uh, in your face. Subtler. Yeah. More, more rounded out. Which yeah. I think you contributed more time in the barrel. Mm-hmm. Something else too. What is it? What is it? Maybe like a little bit of honey. Almost like honey and tea. I definitely agree that this yeah. one has more of like mm-hmm. the kind of like the vanilla honey. Like it kind of brings some of those like normal whiskey yeah, it's like notes I, in. I had like an Earl Grey tea and I put a little honey in it. That's yeah. A, yeah, I'm definitely getting that for sure. Man, I was thinking of that uh, that little dicky Snoop Dogg rap video. Yep. Um, but yeah, I'm getting a lot. Not a lot, but I'm getting some honey, a little bit of tea. Um, a little, that, that wood influence, I think, definitely has helped mellow it out a bit. Yeah, it's really nice. Um, I do think that this is kind of a relatively popular bottle, right? Oh, yeah. No, this is this is a very popular bottle. Mm-hmm. $70. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Not terrible. I think I think that's well-priced for, for the quality. I agree. It's really good. I never, I, I never knew that it was sourced from Canada. Uh, yeah, this particular. Yeah. Yeah. So they do a bunch of um. Like we're trying three expressions that came in a uh, a a pack, like a, th- a little three pack. I think a good bottle for the price, and not surprised that's their you know flagship basically of the brand. But they make a lot of um variations you can find. Um, I know our, one of our local big liquor stores does like single barrel picks of them quite often with like twelve year and fifteen year. Yeah, I remember mm-hmm. also one time when we went to uh, Bub City, which is a restaurant with lots of bourbon here in Chicago. They had some pics of it there too, which is which is also fun. So third up, but yeah, we, like I was, I was just saying though, we uh we got these in a three pack that come with the piggyback, the small batch, and then the old world rye, which is up next. It's a twelve year. Pour myself some and pass it on to Jiggles. Old world rye. And uh, what's cool? Actually, I love that they call these this this three pack uh, piglets. <laughs> I do like that. Whistle pig. Three, three, three little pigs, little piglets. Three little pigs, piglets. I like that. And I think we need to determine who went to the market, who went home, so on and so forth. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, I think that's a perfect thing that we, we do with the review at the end here. Um, <laughs> one went to market, one went home. I forget, uh, what, I forget what the rest of that rhyme is, so yeah, I'm going to have to look that up. One had roast beef. But the three-pack uh, cost 25 bucks, and it was well worth it. Yes, Tim, take a little more of that whiskey. Oh, great. Whiskey. Um, so this is this one is actually sourced from MGP. So this is nowhere close to the same. Yeah, so this is this is made in Indiana. Um, or the, the the whiskey was at least they sourced it from there, which is a they make a lot of whiskey for a lot of people. Um, it, it was then aged for twelve years in American oak, and then after twelve years, uh, Tim, they they divided it into three separate barrel types. Okay, Madeira, Sauternes, and Port. So like. Some of it went into a Madeira barrel, some of it went to a port barrel, some went to a Sauternes barrel. Are you familiar with what those things are, by the way? What port is. I think I'm familiar somewhat with Madeira. Yeah, yeah those are all dessert wines. So like, yeah, Madeira influences like, the like, flavor. Like the... fortified, yeah. So yeah. it's, I'm actually on record being a big fan of Madeira finishes. You don't see them a lot. I was just uh, about to say, some of my favorite whiskeys I've ever had would be in Yeah, but there are some fantastic ones that yeah. they're finished Madeira. Um, and so it's 63% Madeira, 30% Sauternes, 7% port. So 
Let me do it. Uh, this one, double gold in San Francisco in 2021. Uh, this comes in at 145 bucks. Yeah, I saw that. Ish for a bottle of this. And uh, is 86 proof. So lower proof, higher price, older. Let's see if that makes a big difference. More mature. Mm -hmm. And a completely different base from where this came from. Like the first one was from Canada. The first one was theirs. Then there was one from Canada. This one's from Merca. Um, what are you guys getting on the nose, on the palate, if you already got into it? Um, on the nose, I've, I think it's kind of subtle, but I've got some honey and some, uh, like clove, I think, but it is a pretty sweeter. subtle nose. Sweeter. Yeah. A little sweeter mm -hmm. than the other one. Mm -hmm. We smelling the same thing? I think it smells like the first one. It's all spice, <laughs> pepper. I got way less spice on that actually, Tim. Oh, I find that to be pretty harsh. On Ooh. the nose? On the nose, yeah. The palate I find to be, I gotta try, I gotta try another sip of that. Almost a little muted, I feel like. Um, I don't get nearly as much spice on the palate on this one as I do the other ones. I agree with that. It's much more complex. Yeah, there's like a depth to it, but it's a mm. little... Harmony's like, man, I wish... Because it's, it's tough when you have the lowest proof thing third, but it just made sense because it's the oldest one. The, I feel like it has mint on it for sure. Yeah, that's... It's very good. That's very nice. I feel like that's a little too easy going down. You can drink like eight of those. Tastes like whiskey. Dangerous. I feel like with the 80 proof, I could just sip this. Yeah, 80, 80 as is. Yeah. Jiggles your thoughts. I think it's a bit sweeter. Mm -hmm. Just that's a little it. bit. Maybe it's the Madeira. I don't know, but maybe it's a little bit sweeter to me. I get more of the vanilla. I get a little maple, maybe even. I yeah, know. I can see like a little maple syrup action going on. Just, just mm -hmm. in the very back. I kind of I dig that though. Tim, just not not impressed, huh? Just, uh, not compared to the second one. I thought the second one was easily the best of the three. I put, find this to be put, put a couple drops of water in there. Let me okay. get your take on that. I kind of feel like um, I like it. I don't know if I like it for one hundred and forty five dollars. Yeah, that's a high mm -hmm. price point. That's a that's a fair that's a fair point. The other two, I feel like the prices were much more um, reasonable, reasonable yeah. and yeah. they matched their quality. I agree. I mean, it's very good, but uh, you know. Again, clocking it in at 145 a bottle. That's a lot. Doesn't. Mm. Yeah, would you rather have this or two bottles of the last one? Maybe it's got a very cool bottle. I don't know. Sometimes it's a cool bottle. And, yeah, it's well, the, the look of it. It looks the look of they, it. It's yeah, some, people do buy stuff for that sometimes. They want. They think it'll look cool on their bar. And, mm -hmm. They got a lot of rye and a lot of leather. That's what I taste, that whole spice Ooh. angle there. Ooh, I could get leathery. a little of that uh, like leather-bound book. Yeah. Yes, like, like you're drinking it in your study. But I'm yes. not getting anything else. I think What's funny is like Tim saying that like leather, like leather is a bad thing, and the three of us are just like, oh yeah, that's nice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's almost, that's almost what you're looking for, right? Yeah. I must get just the slightest hint of some red fruit in there. Yeah, I was I was looking for red fruit because of the the maybe, finishes, the wine finishes, but maybe like I, a maraschino cherry, just like the little hint into that. From yeah, the, the there's there's not a lot of it, but yeah, there's a little mm -hmm. of that influence there. So I'm familiar with the Madeira and the port. So Sauternes is a uh, is a a another dessert wine. But it's a it's like a white versus a mm. it's like a fortified white wine kind of deal. Okay, um, maybe I, that's where we're getting the the sweetness from. Maybe that's that's definitely contributing to it. I mean Madeira too, I think. But uh, yeah, the Sauternes definitely um, it's a pretty interesting wine actually. Um, I don't really know a good time to drink it though. <laughs> but uh, it dessert is wines, cool. right? Mm -hmm. Anything can be a dessert wine. I got turned on you want it. I got turned on a white port recently. Which is really cool, but like I never would like I'm never I don't really go buy white port. It's just I was at a wine bar and they're like, "Hey, try this," and I was like, "Oh shit!" because yeah. I have I have one bourbon that's finished in white port and it's killer, which we can try off uh, off the air here. <laughs> <laughs> that here might be 
here in a minute. Next. But uh, yeah, so let's go around the table. What, you, uh, what was everybody's favorite? Let's start with Jiggles. Jiggles. Um, I think my favorite was the the small batch. Yeah, I think that was my favorite. It sort of had more complex notes than the other two. I mean, the, the old world had a little bit more complex notes, but is it worth that much? Sure, I can't sure. really justify that. So, to me, I think the small batch is my favorite. I think that you said it was one of their first ones. Yeah, that was the first thing they released. Yeah, God. So that it's would kind of their main their say, main squeeze. Yeah, that, that's the sort of the, they've been doing it long enough. They know what they're doing with this one. Mm-hmm. Good. Worth the price point, seventy bucks. I'd 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 pay for that, mm-hmm. definitely. Tim, your, what was your favorite? I would agree with Jigs. I think the second one was far and away better, more, far more complex, less spice. I just not something that I cringed at when I swallowed it. <laughs> so for me, that's a winner, a huge win for Tim. <laughs> that uh, Jenny, what was your favorite? I'm gonna agree with the group. Um, it doesn't help the last one's case that the price point is double. Uh, the middle one, the or the small batch, but um, I do think that I would like that one. I could drink that in just about any type of way, including like I think I would be really good in a Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that you could use it for more things, whether you're just like sipping it or you want to like play around with it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that take actually. Um, I I mean I do think the twelve year I like better, but yeah, just not twice as much. Yeah, I agree. Like the price point. I think it's a little high. I think if it was a hundred bucks, I'd feel a lot better about it. Mm-hmm. Then it was one hundred and forty-five, um, but it, it is very good. It is my favorite of the three. But yeah, I've, it's. I was hoping for a little bit more, um, based on that price point. Mm-hmm. But and honestly, but, but I honestly, liked, like I, I liked the six year too. Yeah. Oh yeah, the six years. Yeah. Great. I'm glad they made, started making that because it it's tough if to get into a brand that starts at seventy bucks. It just it's just tough. That's true. Um, and rise and typically. Um, it's not quite the same as bourbon where you see like bourbon to get good bourbon. You usually have to age it for a little while. I mean, rye, you can get pretty good rye in a few years, so starting like two years, four years. You can de- definitely get some good rye. Mm. Yeah. So aging that six years, that's, that's a good place to be. Whereas like bourbon, there's, there's a lot of bourbons that are aged four five, six years that are okay. And there's, there's better ones than others, but mm-hmm. I feel like to get like a really good bourbon, you kind of got to be, you know, eight, nine, 10 years old. Um, and that's in Kentucky in the heat where it's aging a little faster. So I, I do think there's something to that. But it's, it's good, a good stepping stone to get into the brand. But uh, very cool, guys. So we do have our uh, fantasy spirits competition coming up soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, John, for reasons beyond me, has challenged me yet again for his <laughs> annual uh, beatdown. So guys, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, the little contest we do every, every year um, during fantasy football season. Is, uh, my co-host, John, who's here some of the time, obviously not today. I think he's in West Virginia right now, actually. Um, he uh, he and I draft teams of spirits. Okay. Out of, out of like the out of like the bottles we both have. I like it. So I can you know I can draft stuff of his. He can draft stuff of mine. And uh, and basically, much like a fantasy football team, we have uh, we start. We'll then start uh, spirits. We'll have somebody be a celebrity judge for for an episode, and we'll each start five spirits: a bourbon, a whiskey, because that, that can be another bourbon. It can be a rye. It can be a scotch. Whatever you want. Um, an agave, which could be tequila, mezcal, American agave, a rum, and then the, four, the fifth one is a flex. can be anything mm. you want. And so what happens is the uh, celebrity judge will blind taste side by side, like my bourbon and John's bourbon. Right. My Red or blue. Yeah. Blue. Gotcha. Yeah. And then whoever you know gets three out of the five wins that round. We do like a best of three of that. So we'll have three celebrity judges on. Um, we've done this two twice now, two years, and I've won both. Um, by what margin? 
I mean, that's not important, Tim. I feel like, <laughs> ah, yes, it is. I, I mean, I got the win. A five to zero oh is much different than a three to two. Well, I mean, because we they're both two to one because we do three judges, and then it, within those, yeah, there were some close ones. There were some actually the the last one I I did beat him going away a little bit because I so, started I started four zero. Yeah, there were there was one that was really close, and then the other two were John John crushed him and he crushed John. Like it was. Gotcha. Very, yeah. Um, but I feel like the the first time we went around, it came right down to it each time. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that order of of the doing different spirits, mm-hmm. you would have to set it up a certain way, so that way certain spirit, you know, because some of them are more you know profound in terms of their yeah. profiles. So it's like you have to set it up a certain way, so by the end of it, you're not like just completely taste blind. Yeah, I mean, there's that is that is a problem, but. Uh, you know, we, we provide like palate cleansers in between rounds and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, good. it is a lot for the taster for sure. But I well, mean, yeah, but it can be tough though. Cause at the very end, you know, you're, you usually, you usually do bur- like in that order I said. Um, so like the, what your flex could be anything. Maybe you don't want to do a high proof bourbon at the end. If someone's already like a little toasty, yeah, a little bit, a little bit toasty. Yeah. Cause they're tasting 10 things in a, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe you want to throw a nice cognac, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Taking two shots of each spirit. I mean, we, we small pours, small pours, <laughs> yeah, medium pours, medium pours. <laughs> but uh, anyway, we're so we're looking forward to that. And then, uh, fantasy, yes, actual fantasy football, our, our league draft here is in a couple hours. Yeah. So they've got the, this, uh, group of, of gentlemen, Hero, heroes, heroes, gentlemen, Hero. mm. um, has, how many years have you guys been in a league together? It's like 15 now. It's close. 12 or 13, something yeah. like that. Yeah. So yeah. for a very long time. So they try to get together in person for the draft every year. So that's why yeah. we have extra audience members and we have new guests in the house today. Mm-hmm. The, the host decided that it was so important to his life that he <laughs> drafted it around his wedding day. Yes. Which is a solid, solid move. <laughs> Worked to, out great. To, to be fair, I think the, uh, the league was hard to wrangle this year. Not providing us much support when it came to scheduling. That is accurate, yes. Um, also, he's lucky to have a wife that also likes fantasy football. Correct. Amen. Mm-hmm. And that is a beautiful um, Bengals Hawaiian shirt you're wearing there, Jenny. Thank you. Thank Man. you. Thank you, dear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, all right, guys. Well, thanks so much for being with us. Um, yeah. r- remember to find us at uh, all, the, all the places. We have our wonderful website, TriSpiritsGuys.com. Find a link to the merch store there. Get all your cool TriSpirits Guys merch. The ball and t-shirt. I'm telling you, that t-shirt's killer. And many, many other things. We should we should get a Chai Spirits guys a Hawaiian shirt. Yes, we do. That needs to happen. I don't think we can do that. On, I don't know. We'll, we'll find we'll, another place. To we'll get look that into on. it. Um, but yes, that'd be great. Um, find us on Instagram at Chai Spirits guys and email us your great ideas, your praise for me, your scorn for John. Always, who's not here again? Uh, Chai Spirits guys at gmail dot com. And you're usually like, who the fuck's John? I know. Good question. <laughs> he, he's supposedly my co-host of the show, but. Um, Anyway, guys, thanks so much for being with us. Guys, thanks for uh, jumping on this. It's been a pleasure. Thank yeah. you for Cheers. having us. Now back to the war room to get ready for this draft. Yep. And uh, we'll it's see a big ne- deal. We'll see you next time here at Chai Spirits, guys. Cheers. Cheers.